it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey, it's Brandi Taylor, the beauty business coach. I help beauty pros get unstuck and create the beauty business of their dreams. It's truly my goal to help beauty pros work smarter and not harder. I feel that you can truly do what you love and make great money doing it and have a thriving beauty business. I want to see more of us do just that. I'm opening up my VIP beauty biz coaching program for 12 beauty bosses. If you're ready to level up your beauty business, to make more money, to work smarter and not harder, and maybe have some Saturdays off. Yes, you could definitely have Saturdays off if you build the beauty brand of your dreams. I would love to work with you. I would love to help you to create just that. I've worked with many beauty professionals on their beauty business goals, and this program is tailored just for you. Find out more about how you can work with me as your business coach by booking a call. You can check the link in the show notes. I hope to work with you soon. As always, stay great, and I'm out. Welcome to the podcast. It's a new day, a new week, and a new episode of the Business Beauty Network podcast. Happy Monday. I'm super, super excited to share today's episode with you. Have some great content in store for you, an awesome interview. But before we get into that, make sure that you are subscribed to the Business Beauty Network podcast wherever you're listening. Also, we are on YouTube now. So if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, Check us out there at Biz Beauty Network. I'll have all the links in the show notes so you can just click right there, but make sure that you are subscribed. You can also check out our new website at businessbeautynetwork.com. We have updated our website, so check it out and let me know what you think. We also have some new content in store as well. We have a new segment called the Midweek Beauty News. I introduced it before, but I have been playing around with a few different episode concepts with Holly Kay. And um, her episodes seem to perform pretty well. And now Holly K has the Midweek Beauty News segment, which will take place bi-weekly on a podcast. She had her first episode last week, Wednesday. So make sure you go back and listen to that. Or you can watch her episode live on YouTube at Biz Beauty Network. So let me know what you think. Shoot me an email at hello at businessbeautynetwork.com. I would love to get some feedback and know what you're thinking of the new segment, the Midweek Beauty News. But I thought it was great to bring like a fun element, something a little lighter. There's not so much business. She talks about beauty, fashion, and trends. So definitely check that out. I'm super, super excited. Also, sharing is caring. So if you know anyone who you think would love this podcast, definitely share it with them. And connect with me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor. You can also connect with us there on Business Beauty Network. But tag me and let me know the episodes that you're loving and um, connect with me in the DMs if you have any suggestions or any questions. I would love to connect with you there. But now that we have all of that out of the way, I have a great episode in store for you today. But I want to start off with my quote by Madam C.J. Walker. Don't sit down and wait for opportunities to come. Get up and make them. Madam C.J. Walker. 
I love that because that's exactly what we have to do. We have to get up, get out, and get something. I'm sure my age there, that's that old outcast song from back in the day. But don't just sit around and wait for opportunities to come. Get up and make them. And as you know, this is the last day of the month. So we're heading into the second month of the year. February is here tomorrow. So I know the new year comes with a lot of, you know, uh, New Year's resolutions and all of those things. So maybe you've fallen off or whatever. And I just wanted to encourage you to, if you have fallen off or maybe you haven't been consistent with your goals as you would like, that's okay. You need to get back up where you got off at. So wherever you stopped or whatever you stopped doing, maybe you, you started making some changes or maybe you started being more consistent in certain areas, but you found that you have fallen off. It's okay. Just start right back where you left off at. A lot of times what we'll do is, is we'll fall off and just say, oh, well, I fell off and it's the end of the world and I'm done with that and I'm a loser and I'm not going to do that again. But the best thing to do is just to keep going. So if you fell off, just get back up and dust yourself off and keep going and take advantage of the opportunities and go out there and get what's yours. So that is my tip and motivation for today. But let's get into today's episode. I'm super, super excited. I had an awesome conversation with Mikey Moran of Private Label Extensions. And Mikey, it has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the beauty industry. And we talked a lot about his brand and he gave a lot of great tips and insight on how to build and brand your beauty brand. And I think you're really going to, you know, enjoy this interview. Mikey gave some great insights. He has some awesome knowledge. He has a great book called Fearless Beauty. So you want to check that out. I have all the information, how to connect with Mikey and everything in the show notes. And we will have the interview on YouTube within the next week or so. But for now, you will catch this on any of traditional podcast outlets. But I'm super, super excited to introduce Mikey's interview. Here is a little bit of Mikey's bio. Mikey is an entrepreneur in the beauty industry, which focuses on both products and technology. He is also the author of the book, Fearless Beauty, The Hair Business Blueprints. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview and here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor. We have an awesome guest today, Mikey Moran. Welcome, Mikey. Hey, so happy to be here happy to have you. So before we start talking about all the awesome things you're doing in the beauty industry, tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Uh, let's see. Most people, unless maybe you read my book, most people wouldn't know that I about eight or nine years ago, before I got into the beauty industry, I was completely broke uh, for my previous business. My credit score was like, I don't know, can you get a, can you have a negative credit score, like negative credit score and everything else? Um, you know, a lot of people are kind of finding out about me and stuff we do today. Um, and it looks great, but it definitely hasn't always been. And um, yeah, so it's just, it's, it's been an interesting journey in entrepreneurship, which I'm sure we'll get into. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing that and being so transparent about that, because we all have to start somewhere, you know, so I appreciate you sharing that, you know, your start, because we're going to get into all the glamorous things. So it's just great to know that you can start 
with a, a shaky path, but it can end up being much greater later. So don't let that discourage you if you have bad credit or negative. I've never heard of a negative credit, but if you have <laughs> negative credit right now, don't let that discourage you. You can definitely still do something great in the beauty industry or whatever industry that you're in. So I appreciate you sharing that, Mikey. Sure. I, th- I think it's important because a lot of people, I think with social media today, a lot of people think that just everything's so perfect in everyone's lives. And I just think it's important, especially for us entrepreneurs to have a higher level of understanding of what entrepreneurship is really about. And, you know, a lot of times people, if their business fails, they get down on, feel like they're down on their luck, but guess what? I did it. You can make a comeback. You can do it as well. Yeah, definitely. Somebody, one of my coaching clients asked me like, they're looking to start a podcast. And I was like, well, how do you know, like an entrepreneurship when you've made the right decision? And I'm like, a lot of times you don't, <laughs> you know, you don't know um, until everything works out. If you made the right decision, you really don't know. And social media paints a picture that everything is all, you know, glamorous, but it could be hard work. And my overnight success could have took 10 years for all you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm at 15. So yeah, I, I totally get it. 15 years of entrepreneurship. Well, let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey. Um, I know you've been in the beauty industry, you said eight years now, but take us along a little bit along the way of how you got into this industry and what it was like in your journey leading up to the getting into the beauty industry. Yeah, getting before beauty, I was in nothing related to beauty. I was mostly in the food industry for most of my life. Uh, so I had nothing related to beauty. I had no plans to getting in the beauty industry. And it's just kind of one of those things that just happened, which is, you know, like you talked about, you don't know if you're going down the right direction. And even when I got started in beauty, I wasn't sure, but I had started so many different things. And I just saw such a big opportunity in beauty that this time I said, you know what? I made a lot of mistakes this time. I'm going to do it right. And just do it a little bit different. And so that's what I did, but mostly, mostly coming from the food industry, I created a product, uh, one of the first package, actually the first package Thai curry sauce ever to be sold in America. So if you eat like go to a Thai restaurant, eat curry, I made a sauce to make it easy. It was actually uh, developed and produced in Thailand and then imported into the US, sold in grocery stores like Whole Foods and online. And I mean, I was selling sauces online in 2006. Like, let's go back to 2006. People weren't selling food online. Like right. people were like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to make YouTube videos in 2006 uh, about the food and everything. And I kind of, you know, getting on YouTube in 2006, think about YouTube 15 years ago. If I only, if I only kept making videos, even if I wasn't good, where would that be today? But that's just kind of one of those things with entrepreneurship. You just have to keep going. How did you stumble into the beauty industry? Like, how do you go from like food and, you know, Thailand and all that to beauty? Yeah, I mean, there were definitely a bunch of different businesses in between. Uh, nothing that took up as much as my time as the food industry, because I did food, my, uh, my curry sauce for almost five years. So I was actually out to lunch with my now business partner. I was actually working for him in real estate because I needed to have a full-time job to pay my mortgage and bills and everything else. And I always was trying to do things on the side, trying to find what the next business for me was going to be because I knew I was good. Like, I just knew I was an entrepreneur. And 
he was telling me about how his girlfriend would go to the salon and like the whole process and uh, hair extensions and all this stuff. And I said, wow, this is just so interesting. And we were talking about this back in 2013 and there wasn't as many people online selling hair in 2013 as there is today. And I said, wow, this is pretty interesting. Uh, I think I have some unique ways to do this and I need to learn about the product and everything else, but let's get into the hair and beauty industry. And that's kind of where it all started. And like anything, you know, especially when you look at me, you're like, wait, this guy's in the hair industry, you know? So, and that's fine because when you first find out about any product, you know, zero about it. So we all start from zero. So if you're thinking about selling a new product, the key is to make sure you learn as much as you can about the product and everything related to it. And you generally will be okay, at least on that front. So I know it had to be being a guy, you don't, you don't wear extensions and all that. So this had to be something like a whole new world for you. So where did you start? Like, researching and when did you like really discover that this was like the business for you? Well, we did a lot of research. When I say we, it was really me. Uh, I did a lot of research in 2013, uh, launched right in the beginning of 2014 and things just right away started working. And I, I thought before I thought it was like, Oh, this is just, maybe I'm just lucky. And my friends were like, Mikey, it's not luck. It's you've been doing this kind of stuff for a long time. Even back then, I mean, I was still seven years in as an entrepreneur. I said, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So I had the experience was really starting to kick in at this point. Uh, so it, it took many years of mistakes and everything else to really start seeing uh, some positive results and getting into hair. It was, it was really the same as, you know, I'm not Thai, but I did the first package Thai curry sauce to be sold in America. Like it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be, you know, you have to be Japanese to be a sushi chef, right? And for me, I'm a product guy. I'm a relationship guy. So the product side was really interesting to me and really uh, learning as much as I could about the products was just, it was something new and something exciting. And me not actually wearing hair as far as I'm concerned, gives me somewhat of an advantage because 100% of products we offer are not about what I like. It is all based on what our clients want. And we are, I believe, the most client-focused company in our industry. So your, your company you're referring to is Private Label Extensions. Now, with Private Label Extensions, did you start off as a private label brand or did you start off like selling extensions at first and then later you evolved into that? So we actually started more off as like an affiliate marketing system, kind of like if you've heard of Maven. So Maven is uh, pretty big in our industry. They're actually the first, I would say probably the first hair company to uh, get funding. They've raised about $40 million or so. Uh, so that was pretty interesting. So we had a similar model to them, but what happened was, you know, and I think this is the same thing probably happening with Maven is if you're in the industry, I think the hair industry is such a large group of entrepreneurial people. So the entrepreneurs in this group that are like helping sell the hair, you know, the feedback I was getting is like, yeah, this is cool. I can make a commission off selling the hair, but what I really would like is my own hair brand. So I said, 
so, you know, like I said, we're very client focused, listen to our clients. So over one weekend, I created an entire drop shipping system uh, called Dropship Bundles. That was in 2016. It became very popular, very fast. And then what happened was people said, oh, okay, I can now have my own hair brand. This is cool. But then they needed a website to sell it. So I was like, hey, like I told you about this. You wanted to have your hair brand. I created the system. They're like, oh, I'm still trying to set up my website. So we're waiting all this time for them to set up their websites. And then finally the light turned on and I'm like, look, I'm a geek. So I love websites and technology. <laughs> Another weekend later, guys, guess what? You know, I have a very small team at this point. Guess what? You know, we now offer websites for the hair extensions. So we got into that and then it got into like, oh, my logo and this, that, the other. So then we created the branding division and we just continue to create products and services that are based on the needs of our clients and you know, not obviously not everyone that gets into our system does well, but we have created some very successful entrepreneurs in our industry with their brand. They listen to pretty much everything we say. Once you reach a kind of like a six figure level, you know, I take them out to lunch. Like if you're in Atlanta, I'll take you out to lunch often, you know, they're kind of meet up with me and I'm like, they're like, Mikey, what's the next step? And I kind of give them the roadmap to success in the industry and they're doing really well. So that's been, uh, it's been really rewarding. And, you know, I, I tell people it's not always about money. It's like, it's about helping others and watching others grow and bringing those people along with you. Now that's, that's what I feel like business is really about. I do too. I do too. I love it. So Mikey, you started from the affiliate, which a lot of brands do with the whole affiliate thing. And from the response from your affiliates, I want my own hair brand. You started a drop shipping program. And then from that, now you were helping them with the websites and the branding. Like, <laughs> wow, that's interesting. I love it. You, you do have a very entrepreneurial mind because it's like once you saw something that needed a solution, instead of waiting on somebody else to create it, you created the next thing solution based off of what your clients need. And I think, and I love that you say that you're very client focused and you're really connecting with them and trying to understand what they want and how to serve them better and creating programs that will allow you to do that. And a lot of people fail to really pay attention to their client. That's where they, like a lot of business owners lose out because they're trying to market to themselves or what they like, but they're not paying attention to the market overall. Yeah, 100%. I also like about seven Seven years ago, when Facebook groups came around, I started a uh, Facebook group based around the hair industry and the hair business. It's now the largest hair business Facebook group on Facebook. I'm at about 39,000 members. Uh, it's all people, entre entrepreneurs in the beauty industry. I post in there multiple times a day. I've done so for like seven years straight. Um, we do a lot with that, getting feedback. Hey, what do you guys want next? What can we help you with? What information, do, what tutorials do I need to make? Uh, and then we also do a large, back, large part of our givebacks in that uh, Facebook group. So for the last two years, I've given away a brand new laptop to an entrepreneur in the group that needs help. Uh, so, you know, over a hundred laptops in two years, brand new laptops, because a lot of our clients, they're trying to, uh, start and run their business from a cell phone and you can manage your business kind of on the go from a cell phone. But I personally think you're at a great disadvantage 
not having at least a computer or a laptop. And I think a lot of people just need that little bit of help and push and just someone to be kind to them, to be honest with you, especially in this crazy world we live in. Someone just to kind of be kind. And, you know, we've done well in the industry. So we do what we can to, to give back to the community that supports us. And that's also a big part of, you know, my part of the business as well as my business partners. Because obviously it's not just me that runs private label and all our different brands. Uh, we have some pretty amazing partners in the, in the system. So since you've been in the position to help brands build their own brands, you know, tell it, like, take us along the journey, like share some of the success stories you've had with maybe someone who started off as an affiliate and then started doing a drop ship and build their own store. Like kind of share that journey with us. Well, because we are private label, you will never have me admit who our clients are. Yeah, I will be in the back. Exactly. I will be in the background of a photo shoot of like a celebrity and they'll be like, Mikey, this that's you. They have like the makeup artist posted a photo. And it's like, Mikey, that's you. I was like, nah, that's not me. They're like, literally, that's the hat. And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I never admit it. So, you know, we're behind the we're behind not just people that we started, but celebrity clients as well. So some celebrities when you know, they, they don't have the infrastructure that we've been building for literally years at this point. So we have some pretty amazing partnerships with that, but, you know, getting into starting with uh, some clients. I mean, I have one client, we text about every week. She started about a year and a half. Now Uh, she ramped up to be a six figure company within the first year. And basically she just does everything I say and she actually does it. So that's what I'm so upfront and clean cut with people about, about the process is like, if I'm like, Hey, you have to do this. Let me know when it's done. If they don't do it. And then they come back to me and say, Mikey, what's next. I'm like, but you didn't even do this. You're wasting my time. Like I don't, I'm a very no fluff person at this point because I really have zero free time. So all this time that I'm kind of giving out is it's really like, that's my valuable time I'm giving. So if people are wasting that, uh, (laughs) I just can't keep giving it. So, I mean, I have a video, I think I have it in the group where I was like, you know, she's like freaking out about how good she's been doing. And she started telling me, I was like, well, wait, wait, let me record this, but I'm not going to record your face. It's just like, she was in her car and she like told me this two minute story. She literally had quit her job. Uh, She bought her car. Um, she's taking care of, she's the only one taking care of her one-year-old daughter at this point. Um, so like, she's like, Mikey, my lit- my life has literally changed because of you and your team. And, you know, you hear these kind of stories and it's, and it's difficult for me to put them out there because like I said, I'm, we're very private about who our clients are, but, you know, even if you're not successful, if you get started in the beauty industry and you kind of follow tutorials and everything else, it sets you up for next time. Because it's very rare we hit a home run on the first time at bat, right? So it's just part of the process. So it is important for you to learn how to start a website and do all this other stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're successful and very successful in the industry because we make our clients successful. Like if we weren't good at it, you know, we wouldn't, you know, in 2018, we ranked 278 fastest growing companies in America. We were in Inc. 500, a hair company, like probably the highest ranking in the history with zero funding, like nothing. You know, we started this business with almost nothing. We wouldn't have gotten there if our clients were successful and we made it 535 the next year. And, you know, we continue to grow. We're an eight figure beauty company, um, you know, so do, and the difference between honestly, seven figures and eight figures in any industry, 
especially without funding, you have to be doing something special for people. Otherwise, you're just you're just not going to get there. It's it the fall off is so great. Even with funding, a lot of companies don't get there. So it's just it's just important to, like I said, really care about your customer base and your community. I, I think it was a smart move because it's definitely an industry that a lot of people want to get into, like far as extensions and all of those things. So just making things easy for people to start their own brands and to be able to drop ship and not have to worry about actually handling the products and all those things. And, and, and the fact that you take them through the steps and, uh, and coach some of them, I think is phenomenal as well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So what are some things that you have discovered since you've been in the beauty industry that's different from like any of the other industries that you've been in? Ooh, people do get emotional about hair. Let's be honest. Oh my gosh. They are very emotional, last minute customers. So like one of the things we're really working on is the logistics and supply side where, you know, people, we literally have clients the day before their wedding, like, oh, I need a hair express. And I'm like, your wedding's tomorrow. What are you doing? You know, and we know, we know that one, it's always that one package that FedEx either loses or they delay. Right. So it's like, you know, you have that, um, you beauty's but beauty's a wonderful industry. It's um, it's just so big. You can get lost in the beauty industry because it's so big. Um, so I think I've, I've we've done a really good job about staying focused about what we do because I get approached all the time at this point with other side businesses. And kind of my friend called me last night about some NFT credit thing. Like it's always something. And I said no, we stay focused in the beauty industry. Um, it. At the end of the day, a lot of the stuff is the same. It's just, it's plug and play with the product. So it's like setting up the website, building a brand. You have to be there. Uh, you have to create content. You know, you have to create blog posts. You know, it's like you have SEO of food, but then there's SEO and beauty. You know, there's all, there's hundreds of factors that come into play. And I think once you kind of have a higher level of understanding of what all those are and how they all work together, you can be successful, not just in beauty, but I don't want to say any industry, but most product-based industries. Yeah, I want you to dive a little deeper there, Mikey, because you were talking about like just blogging and SEO and all of that. So like kind of like for someone that may be interested in starting their own line or whatever, give us a few tips. Yeah, I think you have to, it's funny because I have in the background here, I have my Facebook group and someone actually posted I need help with my Shopify website. Anyone knows how to convert an engagement in sales. And my comment was add, add informational content to your website. That's key because you'll notice this is, I'm telling you what all, not all, most 99% of new entrepreneurs do is they get their website set up and they think they're done, right? And I tried to explain to them, I said, look, all your website is doing is trying to sell. I don't know about you, but I don't like to be sold right? I like to be educated about a product. So what you need to do is really focus on the educational portion of why you should be buying this product, how to use this product. Think about all the questions. You know, if you have friends 
maybe not friends. Friends are probably the worst people to ask about your website and your branding because they're always going to say how nice and beautiful it is. Um, I made that first mistake in my in my first couple of businesses. Uh, that's why I'm so just blunt with people about it. I'm like, your logo is horrible. You need to get it redone. I'm sorry for being very upfront, but I'm, this is helping you. You know, so it's really about understanding, creating the good content. If you learn 10% of the S of SEO search engine optimization, it'll probably give you 80% of the results. So if you're like, oh my God, this is so geeky. I, I get it. Uh, I'm just kind of into that stuff. You know, you really don't need to know everything about it to get some results. But the key is to at least to start uh, to start creating content because so many times people will just, like I said, it's just all sales on their website. Like your Shopify website has a section, it's called a blog, start blogging, create videos, you know, stuff like that. It's, that's how you're going to really start building out your brand and start building the brand awareness because people just need to constantly see you to get them to switch to your product. I'm telling you, it's not easy, not just in the beauty industry, but any industry. Right, right. I'm glad you shared that because I, I see a lot of that, you know, people think that if you build it, they will come type of thing. And that's not necessarily always the case. And I had a, a client one time who she was like, I've been driving all this traffic to my site. Everything looks great, but people are clicking, but nobody's buying. She was telling me she had all these clicks, but nobody had purchased anything. So I took a look at her site. I think she was selling lashes. I took a look at her site and it wasn't really any information on the site. Like right. it was nothing to tell you, like nothing about nothing. It was just some lashes for $12. You know what I mean? Like it was just. There's very... no social proof. Yes. No reviews. Like I tell people, especially in the beginning, I don't know if you like, if you agree with the strategy, like when you're first getting started, you know, you have a website, you need reviews on your website. And it's one of those things where people right out of the gate are so focused on making money. And I'm like, this is not how you're going to win in, in this industry or any other industry. You might have to find some people and let them know that, you know, this is like a new business for you and you're going to give them a discount if you could just leave an honest review and just get the ball rolling because it's very rare when people see a website with no reviews, they're probably not going to order. And then... If they did and they kind of even like you, if there's no reviews, they're probably not going to leave a review. They're like, no one else is leaving a review. I'm not going to leave a review. But if they see one or two reviews, all of a sudden they're like, oh, other people are leaving reviews. I guess I should leave a review. Just that simple. And then the reviews help you with SEO as well, which a lot of people don't realize. I absolutely agree. For instance, like I have a brand myself. What I did was just to share a tip. So my website automatically, if you purchase something in two weeks, you will receive an email that gives you enough time to kind of review the product. You'll receive an email to ask you for a review. But I know exactly you like when that's going to happen, like within two weeks. So usually I have a thing that lets me know I need to re send an email to the people who've ordered and I'll give them an extra nudge. Hey, I hope you're enjoying, you know, X, Y, Z. You should receive an email from, from my website asking for a review. It would be greatly appreciated if you could do that. And I give them like a code, you like a discount code, like 10% or whatever for doing it. And it's worked for me every time to get people to do reviews. So have a way for your website to ask them for a review after the purchase. A lot of websites, you can it's automatically integrated. And then also... It wouldn't hurt to if, if whether you have an automation, like an email, or you could personally email them yourself. Either way works. But I, I, I did that, and it really helped me to get more reviews on the website, for sure. 
Yeah, having it automated is key. And I can tell you like what you talked about going kind of the extra mile and personally reaching out. Pretty important, especially in the beginning. Um, once It takes a while to get the ball rolling. So once you get that ball rolling, you can, uh, you can really kind of let the automation take over. And most of the new all email programs like Clavio and Active Campaign and all them, they have the automations. It's, it's a lot easier to set up than you think. You can always head over to the old YouTube university and see step-by-step tutorials uh, and follow that. So yeah, that is key. I mean, I think the automation point is is so important because you will become busy. You're like, oh, I can do it myself. I'm not that busy, but you will be busy. Stuff comes up in our lives. Just like I probably got an automated text message about the podcast at 11 o'clock from you. And I was like, oh, I like that. Okay, automations, because I'm an automations guy. So it's so important because you can't, you can't do everything yourself. You have to rely some on technology. If you haven't heard of Gloss Genius and are serious about improving your beauty business, I suggest you check it out. Gloss Jeans has become one of the industry's leading booking, marketing, and payment apps, and it's the only one that's smart, stylish, and here to support you. Tens of thousands of independent and small teams across salons or spas nationwide trust Gloss Jeans to help them run their business. We can see why. You get beautiful, customized booking websites, easy client marketing tools, and the lowest fees on built-in payments and many more features for one low monthly price. The best part is that the Business Beauty Network podcast listeners get 20% off your monthly subscription, which makes your subscription under $20 per month. On top of that, the team at Gloss Genius will move all of your client info over, any notes, upcoming appointments, and services for free within a couple of days of signing up. To sign up for Gloss Genius, download the Gloss Genius app in your phone on the App Store and enter the code BBNBOSS. That's BBNBOSS. You will find more information in the show notes. Now, what are some things that you see people getting into the industry, like maybe some mistakes they're making or some misconceptions that they have when they're looking to get into the hair industry? First thing is one of the biggest mistakes is they're just not consistent or they're getting into the industry for the wrong reason. Just because you like hair doesn't mean you're going to be a fantastic entrepreneur and know how to sell hair extensions, right? So a, a lot of times people will get in, but don't actually educate themselves about the different types of hair. What is raw hair? What is virgin hair? What are all these terms really mean? You know, so that's, that's something that's really, really important. We try to put as much of that information out as possible. I actually have some pretty detailed YouTube videos about this. Um, and I actually, people are like, well, what do you really know about hair? I was like, well, first I probably sold more hair than anybody you will ever meet in your life. Um, but I go to the actual factories. We're like partners with these guys now. I'm in the countryside of China, like they're with them. Like they're showing me how to do it and like want me to do it, <laughs> you know? So it's, you don't necessarily have to go that far, but you have to have a higher le- level of understanding. But the consistency is, is huge because too many times people come so hot out of the gate because they're so excited about their new business. And literally just a month later, you're like, hey, what's going on with your business? Oh, I just got busy and I haven't had time with it, but I'm going to start back on it here soon. But like you promoted about how you're launching this thing in a month and then you launch and then you probably thought you were going to have all these sales because you thought your friends and family were going to buy from you, which they're not. 
your friends and family aren't going to buy from you until you're already successful and doing well. And maybe some famous person wore your product. You know, it's very rare to find that support. So don't start the business with the wrong reasons that you think, oh, just all your friends are going to start buying from you because you're probably not going to realize that you're not going to get that support. But I, I don't know what you think about this is with the support, because I think it's pretty big just in general in entrepreneurship. I don't think most people aren't entrepreneurs. Most people work for someone. Most people, those people don't understand the difficulty of being an entrepreneur. So it's not like they're doing it to kind of be, uh, um, uh, you know, kind of against you or negative. They just don't understand. They don't have this level of understanding of how hard what you're trying to do really is. So it's not a big deal for them to support you. Uh, so you just have to be careful about that. Definitely. And I think I'm glad you shared that. I think once you just get that out of the way and understand that more than likely your friends and family are not going to be your customers, <laughs> then you'll be fine. Because I, I see so many people like you'll see these memes on social media about people not supporting all those things. And I'm like, you know what? My business was most successful. I was building up, building it up. And it was nobody that I knew, you know what I'm saying? Nobody right. that I knew no, that was, uh, served that I was servicing for my service at that time when I as a makeup artist I was like I was doing well teaching classes and doing all these things but it was no one none of my friends or family or any people that I knew it, actually people were coming from other cities to work with me because I had a huge advertising campaign and people were coming to work with me from other cities so yeah don't rely on that and don't think that that's going to really make you successful you have to consistently market consistently put your brand out there uh, and even across the board like beauty in general a lot of beauty professionals struggle with this like struggle with consistently promoting their brand consistently showing up finding ways to educate finding ways to add value not just promoting a service or a product yeah, for sure. It's, it's so, so important. And, you know, I see those because I, I, I don't really follow any of our clients just because I don't like to kind of let people connect it, especially the celebrity clients. But it's funny because I'll see like just some makeup artists or people we work with, you know, they'll post those kind of memes about support and this, that, the other. And I'm like, your meme's not humping either. Like you're just sitting here on social media, honestly crying. And if you are one of my clients or we work with you and you see this video, Look, I'm just being honest. Like, I'm not even going to say sorry. I'm being honest. It's not going to help the situation. Get over it and learn how to be better in business. And then you will end up being better. And you're like, wait a second. Yeah, that's right. Why am I, why are you even spending that negative effort in your business and posting the negativity on your social media that other people see? Like, your other clients see that are just like, well, I support you. But like, it's kind of, I don't know. To me, it's kind of weird. Like, just, just let it go. I agree. Let it go. I absolutely agree, Mike. You couldn't have said that any better. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, like, like I said, I'm very, when it comes to business, I'm very no fluff just because I feel like when I got started, everyone just told me everything I did was so great when it wasn't. And that does not help. <laughs> it At doesn't all. help. No. So <laughs> that's why you have to be very upfront with people about business. I think it's a, in the beauty industry, this is a multi-billion dollar industry. And one of the reasons why I do what I do is because I, 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 as a, I was in the industry. So being in the industry myself and understanding that I needed some help, like I didn't know the business side of it. Like I didn't know my numbers and, you know, there was a lot of things about business. I'm just running a business, 
handling clients, taking PayPal's and taking square payments, but I'm not really running a business for real, for real. Like I don't have all my ducks in a row. Everything's not in order. And I started to talk to other beauty professionals and I saw that the same thing across the board was the same thing. So I love the fact that you're educating on the business side of beauty because it's really needed. Like we don't like when we go to beauty school, they talk about business for one week. And, but mostly they're training us on a craft, you know, a skill. And uh, we were great at the skill, but not so much on the business side. So there's a lot of education needed in this industry on that side. Yeah, I totally get it. You know, actually one of our business partners, his name is Dallas Christopher. He was a national educator for Paul Mitchell for about a decade. Uh, probably taught over 10,000 students in that time. Uh, and we talk about the beauty school and kind of everything that is taught. So that's why I have a pretty good understanding about what is taught and where the lack is. Uh, and the financial side is definitely something that people need to focus on. You know, people are getting cash apps and all this other kind of stuff and think like, you don't have to report this as income, which all of a sudden, like, if you want to get a loan for a house and they're like, hey, what's your income? You're like, oh, well, I have cash app. You know, they're like, wait a second. Like, what? Like, this doesn't work. This is not real. Like, make sure your books are in order. You know, the longer you wait, it's the more of a mess you're going to have to deal with. So suck it up and just talk to an accountant. It's generally less expensive than you think. And if your business is not huge, you can get probably like an accountant to kind of do your books quarterly. And it might cost you a couple hundred bucks. It's the best money ever spent. You will feel so good because you know, these people in the back of their mind, they know their finances are a mess. The books are a mess. They don't know their numbers. In the back of their mind, they have to be somewhat subconsciously thinking about this. And if you're doing so, it's taking away from you being great in your craft and in your industry because you have these things that are holding you back. So it's just worth it. Get it taken care of. Yeah, definitely. I absolutely agree. I totally, you know, push that and teach that because I understood that even though like I, I was filing taxes, but I was doing it in a way that was um, making me spend more money. I was losing money. You know what I mean, I was, right. there was a lot of things that I didn't know. And so hiring the right people, getting a bookkeeper and talking to an accountant was very helpful for me. And it shifted everything in my business. So I definitely encourage, you know, everybody to do the same, no matter what business you're in. But I know in a beauty, sometimes I don't know why that's a hard thing for the beauty industry, but it is. <laughs> so, it's a yeah. very cash heavy, busy, a business. It's very cash heavy. Uh, so that complicates things. You're like, do I really want to report this and pay taxes? Look, whether you do that or not, that's not really my thing, you know, but at some point, you know, you're going to have to report income. You can't just keep having, writing off your car and you're this and you're that and having a losing business. Like if you search IRS red flags for audit, that's like people that are writing off all this stuff and losing money every single year. At some point, IRS is going to say, let's take a closer look. And then they look at your social media, which they literally do. And it's like, oh, you're like, has all these trips and you have all these bags and all this stuff. I wonder where all that money's coming from, you know, and then things start getting not interesting for you. Right. <laughs> right. So like you have to grow up as a business at some point, like 2022 might be your year. Like, let's get the finances straight. And I'm telling you, 
if you think about people, say, well, I just don't know why I'm not that successful in business. And honestly, my books before, like in my first business, they were a mess too, before I got my account. Like, so I've been through this. I don't want people to be like, well, you didn't experience any of this stuff and blah, blah. I started all my businesses from almost nothing. So like, I get what it's like to be broke. I get what it's like to be unorganized, but I'm here talking with you today to let your listeners know, like, look, I've been there. I have now reached the next level of success because I made these changes in my life and business. And if you look at other successful businesses, guess what? They're probably not like taking Cash App and all this other, like Cash App's okay, but like that's not their main payment method. And, you know, they have scheduling systems and appointments and all this other kind of stuff. And it's all organized. Like successful businesses are organized. You have to get organized. Well, we have gotten our spanking today, Mike. <laughs> uh, I'm just, look, I mean, we work with, I over the years, I mean, thousands and thousands of stylists. I mean, since 2016, we've started more hair businesses for people than anyone in the world. There's no way anyone's even close to us, right? I mean, we have the only hair partnership with Shopify. We have the Dropship Beauty app, which is a hair dropshipping app. Shopify gave us permission to do um, because you know, the hair industry, there was such a high rate of fraud, especially like 2013, 14, 15, 16. Shopify payments, they didn't want to deal with hair companies. They saw one of my blog posts, reached out to me about it. I flew to Ottawa, Canada on my own dime. I showed them all the data. I explained to them why a lot of hair sellers have issues with payments and there was an education component about like, you know, you just set up your website and all of a sudden you get a thousand dollar order. Like that's a red flag and people are shipping the order and then they get a charge back and then they like can wipe them out. So we spent a lot of time on the education of payments, payment processing, because it is such an important part of your business. So, you know, once Shopify gave us the green light, the, we've had a great relationship uh, together over the last couple of years. And, um, you know, I think it's helped us get more people in the industry faster at a lower cost. And I think that's, that's great for entrepreneurship. Definitely. Um, and so tell us about the whole drop shipping process. Like, how does that work? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Actually, you know, you set up your website or we actually have services to help set up your website. Uh, we offer branding services so we can actually package your products with your own labels and ship it out to your clients. Uh, if you're a hairstylist, you know, drop shipping is good for online orders, but I always do recommend uh, having hair on hand because generally hair clients are very last minute. And if you have some hair on hand and someone's coming into your uh, salon, or if they know continuously you have hair there, they're going to stop buying it from like a beauty supply store, which they're generally buying a lower quality product. You can probably offer them a higher quality product at the same price and actually make money on the hair, on the hair as well. So you're making money behind the chair and you're making money an another way. You know, that gives you an opportunity to tell your client a little bit about your business and how, you know, you have this online business as well, because maybe the person in the chair has a friend or family member in a different city. So if they can't come to your salon, guess what? Maybe you can recommend, maybe you can even hand them a card with a little discount on it for them to send to their friend or just, you know, send the information. There's a lot of ways you can do it. So the drop shipping saves people a lot of time because the back end inventorying hair obviously gets very, very expensive because as soon as you think that you're going to have all that you need and you have two bundles of this, 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 someone's going to order like three 18 inch body weight bundles. And you're going to be like, dang, I'm short a bundle. 
you know, it always happens, you know, so that's why we created, a, uh, we actually have a manufacturer direct wholesale site called private label wholesale. Uh, our clients love this site because it is 100% trusted private label products. Uh, the pricing is absolutely ridiculous and you get USA based customer service all the uh, products shipped from our partner in China, where most hair comes from, um, you know, obviously products come out of India as well, which we do have a partner in India we work really close with. Um, so yeah, the drop shipping model is good. It's not for everyone. We make it almost too easy for people. And I think that's, that's why I'm so upfront with people of like, look, you're actually going to have to work though, because we can do this back end. But if you're not consistently, let me emphasize consistently one more time, consistently marketing your business. It doesn't matter how easy we make it. It's not going to work. You might have a huge advantage if you have like a million followers on Instagram, but we've had clients with a million followers on Instagram. It still doesn't sell a lot. So you have to be consistent. Well, thanks for sharing that because I know a lot of people, I get a lot of questions about dropshipping. I've talked to people about it before. Some people are familiar with it and some people are not, especially when it comes to hair, you know, and those things. So I'm glad you shared like how the process works. Now, as far as like, is that, so you have the wholesale site as well. So they can buy like, you know, purchase a certain amount of uh, hair and have it on hand. Also do the dropship through their website as well. They can do integrate the both, both of those. Yeah, our most our most success our most successful clients utilize a hybrid system, right? I usually say start with drop shipping because it's the most cost effective. We'll pack and ship all your orders as they come in. You don't really have to have any hair on hand. But as you start getting more sales, you will be more profitable. We will make less. I'm very upfront. We will make less. You will make money. My goal is to make you money, okay? Because you're in business right? And you're our client. So that's my goal. So you will make more money if you buy wholesale, have some on hand, and then send it to your client or that part as well, if you want to get into that, right? So that's that's a huge advantage for people to be able to have a hybrid system. Because just, you know, getting all this inventory in the beginning, because people come to say, Mike, I got, you know, $10,000. And I want to buy a bunch of hair. I was like, well, how many clients do you have? Oh, I don't have any clients yet. No, 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 no. I'm not taking your money. Keep your money. Let's focus on building up your business and your brand first, because you have no idea what your clients want. I think I know. You think you know. Okay, I got 10,000 reasons why you probably need to find out before you spend this money. You know, so we're very upfront. Like we're not, we're very fortunate to be in a position and have an amazing team where we don't need to kind of like do anything shady with people of like, oh yeah, let's just take this money and try to sell them stuff. Like, we don't need to do that because you're going to be in and out of the industry. We're in the in, we're in this industry to build long time, long term relationships with people in beauty. And we do hair. We have lashes. Uh, we we actually have custom wigs coming, which is going to be really crazy. You know, we have cosmetics. Uh, we this year we're launching our hot tools and all that, the straighteners and the hot combs and everything else. It's all stuff our clients want. You know, hair growth oil, edge control. Oh my God, we saw so much edge control. It's crazy. <laughs> edge Started so many edge control brands. Like it's unbelievable. 
Um, so we continue to expand our product line uh, just because our clients are doing well. They're like, I need more. I need more. I was like, okay, well, I mean, we're actually, I'm working on a warehouse right now. We have a new warehouse coming because we're totally busting at the seams. Our goal for 2022 also is to get another warehouse uh, in Las Vegas. So that will help service uh, all orders shipped to the West Coast. Because like I said, in the beginning of the conversation of time is so important as far as how fast people are getting packages. So that's why we're really working on the logistics side because we have a good foundation. My goal now is how fast can I get clients orders out and how fast, I mean, we ship everything same day, but like how fast can it get to them? So if I'm shipping from Vegas to LA, it's a lot faster than from Atlanta to LA. And then there's going to be something in the middle like Dallas or Houston and maybe something around you know, maybe Detroit, where you are, and or Chicago, something. It's never going to end because we're always going to be pushing for the best for our clients. So in addition to all of that, I know you're educating. Like I checked out your YouTube channel. You're talking a little bit about your Facebook group, and you have a book as well, Fearless Beauty. So tell us a little bit about Fearless Beauty and how you're educating the uh, beauty industry on the business side of beauty. Yeah, so fearless beauty, I think, is a very, it's a very honest approach to entrepreneurship. I put a lot into this book. Uh, it took about ten months to complete. Uh, I worked with a very professional publishing company to make sure that this thing is is very well done. If we're doing, if I'm doing something like, especially a book in the beauty industry, I'm doing this for the beauty industry because I think a lot of times people just kind of throw stuff out there. It's easy to publish a book these days. I didn't want to just put something out there. I wanted something that people outside of the beauty industry would read this book and make them respect the beauty industry and how big of a business is. Because I don't think, honestly, we get the love we deserve about how big this industry is from a lot of people. Uh, so it's really a, um, it's a great guide to get started. Or even if you are in the beauty industry, uh, a lot of information in there, the first four chapters are all about mindset, kind of getting you ready for business and entrepreneurship and kind of what to be ready for. Uh, I have a great couple page piece that my girlfriend, uh, we've been together 10 years, what it's like to be with an entrepreneur, because it's very, it's very tough to be in a relationship with an entrepreneur. We think different, you know, we're up crazy hours working. We just everything's different. Right. And then the first, uh, the, the, the following four chapters are okay. Now you're kind of mentally prepared, which is very important. Now let's get it. Let's get started. These are the basics of what you need. And it's a real easy book to read. I kind of walk you through the steps, real world examples, real world stories. And it was something that I waited because I wanted to do a book for a long time, but I really wanted to wait until I and my brands reach a certain level of success. So the information that I'm giving out is not based on someone that just started a business yesterday, right? Because I see that all the time on social media, like people offer, you know, these business services. I was like, you've never even run one business, but you're trying to show people how to run a business. That doesn't make sense, right? So I put all the true information in this book. Literally when you're reading it and you listen to this podcast episode, I'm talking to you in this book, people get it. And um, it's been, it was great. So, you know, getting the endorsements for it was pretty cool, uh, quick story. So uh, we work real closely with Bronner Brothers. So obviously Bronner Brothers is a titan in the industry. Uh, my business partner, Dallas Christopher is always on the main stage with them. So James Bronner from Bronner Brothers endorsed it. 
uh, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club. So if you listen to Breakfast Club, everyone knows Angela Yee. She's actually my business partner for Detroit. We're great friends. Uh, I really appreciate her values or her, you know, she does a lot for the community uh, and especially women empowerment. So that was really special to me to align myself with someone so great. So she was uh, an endorser of the book. Uh, Kendall Ficklin, he and I started our businesses at the same time. He does a lot of motivational speaking and coaching. Great guy. Uh, and then the big one was uh, John Paul, who's the co-founder of Paul Mitchell, who's a multi-billionaire. Uh, that I, I literally pushed my publishing date back a month just in the absolute hopes from God that this guy would actually read the book and leave a review. Because when you're a billionaire, it's like, First, it's hard to get something to someone that's worth a couple billion bucks and then to get them to read something and then to put their name on it, literally impossible. So after that, I just, I, I was actually in Charlotte working on opening one of our stores there and I'd never forget, I was like staying at this hotel, I'd overlooked the city and I sat there and it was the first time like tears came to my eyes just for excitement. It's been a while since that's actually happened. And I was just so incredibly just like, holy cow, this is so amazing and so cool because, you know, for the beauty industry, Paul Mitchell's pretty big, like they, and they started from nothing, like selling from a car. So like, it's one of those things that that was just having a Titan in the industry endorse this was so special to me. Tell us what has been the biggest lesson that you've learned on your entrepreneurial journey. And I know you had quite the entrepreneurial journey so far. (laughs) I've been through it. Like, like I said, things look good now, but literally, I mean, there was night there. I, I think my worst moment when like I lost everything with my first business, I didn't sleep for three days. Uh, that was really bad. But you know, what I've really learned is all of us have our own path in entrepreneurship and we're all going to go different ways. Some of us are going to get there really fast and some people it's going to take a little bit longer. But I think if you focus on your core values, and I know like for my core values is um, doing, doing great by others, helping others, bringing people along with you, helping the community, you know, our staff, being great to your staff. So as you're building a staff, you know, you have to be great to your staff. Like our staff, I know there's been a huge turnover in, in jobs in the last year. Like we really didn't lose really any staff, like everyone stays with us, like they're ride or die. They're, they're with us for the long haul, but we treat them very, very well. And I think that's really important and just do the right thing. Like you have to figure out sometimes what is the right thing we talked about in this conversation about like having your books properly done. You're not going to have a successful business without your books being properly done. There's, it's just no way around it. Right. Um, just doing things, educating yourself is absolutely key. Um, I think I'd said about 15 things, but I think they all come together of just be great, whatever that means for you. You know, don't compare yourself to where other people's people are, because like, if you're comparing yourself to me today, I'm on chapter like 30 in my life of entrepreneurship. You might be on chapter two. You can't jump from two to 30. You're going to have to go to three. Look, chapter four might really suck. Okay. But guess what? You got to go through it to get to chapter five. And then chapter six looks great. It's, it's like those, now that's a great meme is the roller coaster ride of like entrepreneurship. It's like up, yes. down, this, that. I mean, that's, that's, that's been my sure. life. I'm sure your life, we've been through it all and just learn from it when you make a mistake. It's okay to make a mistake as long as you learn from it 
and don't keep making them. Like you're, you're just going to make bigger mistakes along the way. But as you graduate to bigger mistakes, fix the smaller ones, put systems in place, and then graduate to these big mistakes. So one final question I want to ask you is, where do you go for motivation? Like, is there a favorite podcast? Is there a book? You know, like, how do you get your motivation? As an entrepreneur, I know I need my source of motivation for sure. You know, it's, I think at this point, I used to listen to podcast. I used to love Eric Thomas, uh, ET. And um, at this point, the last guy and Gary V, there's some guys definitely years ago. Now I'm at the point, I, I want to say I'm almost self-motivated by just my motivation comes from, I think my clients and seeing them succeed and me always pushing for something better. I mean, before you'll read about it in my book before it was really my mom to have a good life for my mom who really worked hard all her life for us to be, you know, to be okay and not really coming from anything. So, um, it was really my mom. So once my mom passed away a couple of years ago, it became, it became even more client focused and helping others in our community, helping my clients and finding time to be somewhat one-on-one with more people to really move them up to the next level. Because so many times I think about myself, if I had just had someone like myself where I am today, because I've been, like I said, when I say today, it's 15 years of entrepreneurship. If I had someone just kind of pull me to the side and say, Hey, look, man, I see what you're doing. It's great. But like, these are very common mistakes you're making. Uh, if you do this, this, and this is probably going to make a difference in your life and in your business, right? A lot of people don't have anybody that does that for them. And so I try to do that for other people because I think if someone told me that when I got started or within the first couple of years, I probably would be where I am today five years ago, right? And, and sometimes just have that um, extra support system or just, just doing something kind for something, for someone, you know, a lot of people just really appreciate it. So doing that kind of stuff and being able to do more for others is, is just really a big part of our mission. And, and for my partners, like all my partners are right along the line of like, they're not freaking out that like, damn, Mikey literally does give a laptop away every single week charities. I mean, a lot of the stuff I never post, like I'm not here for like the clout and social for that stuff. I could really care less. I know inside our company does what it can for people continues to grow so we can continue to do even more for people. So that's, that's really where I get my motivation is helping others and, and seeing others succeed. That's it's phenomenal. Well, Mikey, it's been so great having you on. Can you tell everyone how they can connect with you? Yes, uh, for sure. So uh, on Instagram, you can always send me a message. It's at Moran Mikey. Uh, we got a slew of websites, private label extensions, private label wholesale, private label branding, dropship bundles, dropshipbeauty.app. Uh, you can always just Google Mikey Moran and a lot of this stuff will come up. It'll be easy for you to find me or see what I'm doing. Uh, we'd love for you to read the book. Uh, and it, honestly, if you're in a position where you can't financially afford a book at this point, that's totally okay. Send me a DM on Instagram and I'll send you a nice copy of the book for free because I want to help you succeed. So it's all good. So yep, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much, Mikey Moran, everybody. All of that information, all of those websites will be in the show notes. As always, stay great and we're out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. 
Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you, so let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.